The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hey there, I'm Lisa Campion, and this is the Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio, where we discuss all kinds of healing, something the world needs a lot of these days, now more than ever. So if you're new to my show, I'm so glad to welcome you here. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome welcome back. Super glad to have you. And I'm super glad to have our guest today. Um, and I, I've been wondering if, you, um, if you've been feeling like powerless and unable to find your mojo or create a fulfilling life for yourself. If that's true for you, you're going to really enjoy um, our guest today, Dave Shep. He's a healer, a life coach, a claircognizant, and uses the, the story of the hero's journey to help you build a kingdom that's going to allow you to live your life purpose um, with a lot of juice and a lot of mojo. He's created this model of self-empowerment called the Soul Cube. And we're going to talk about that today in his upcoming book, which is called The Sub Discover Your Soul Cube. So welcome so much today to the show, Dave. It's so nice to see you again. Thank you very much, Lisa. It's great to be here. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Well, we had so much fun. Um, just a few weeks back, I was a guest on your podcast. So I'm going to put a shout out to your podcast, which is called um, Coaching for Leaders. And, Thank you. Um, and thank you so much for having me on yours. So yeah. tell, tell us a little bit about um, about yourself, Dave. And um, you and I have a lot of in common, empath, psychic, healer, Reiki master. It's always fun for me to talk to another healer. Yeah. But, <laughs> but tell, tell, tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to be where you are right now. Oh, my gosh. I, I think the uh, the biggest thing about me is that I like to just to tell people is that I, I'm just one flawed human being, um, you, you know, and, and I think we make the best life coaches <laughs> because mm -hmm. we, we, we've kind of been through it all. If you ever find a life coach who has had a normal upbringing, who is uh, very grounded and hasn't had a lot of obstacles in life, uh, I, I would challenge that <laughs> because mm -hmm. I think the I think that the, the type of coaches and the type of empaths and the type of healers that, that have obstacles that overcome challenges, uh, they are best equipped to help. And, uh, you, you never know what your calling is. And I found out at a very early age that I could um, detect emotions from other people to, to the point to where it confused me, whether it was my emotion or their emotion. Mm -hmm. And then when I got uh, when I got stronger and older and more wise, uh, I, re I could realize what's mine and what's theirs. And it really helped me to 
understand people and to see um, what what I, what they needed from me. You know, there was a lot of times where I just kind of see emotions as colors. And so I can kind of see when someone is struggling or what they're struggling with. And it, it has been a very rewarding career for me because I was able to start doing this full time several years ago. And now I, I work in healing. Uh, I work in coaching. I have my podcast. Uh, I have a healing center here in Hillsborough, Oregon. Um, and now I have a new book coming out next month. And I am just so super excited about my journey. And I just want to I want to give away as much information as possible, because I think that in that regards, I'm able to help heal people because so many people, uh, they, they have that harsh internal voice. Right. And, and that harsh internal, internal voice is is partly them and part of circumstance or, or, you know, part of people who are have limited them or put these, these shackles on someone's soul. And I work to help un- remove those shackles, you know, so that we can we can unleash a genie and unbottle all that, that power that someone has. Yeah, I mean, I love what you said, especially about like, we have to walk the walk first, you know what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm. people say, well, you know, did you go to psychic university, Lisa? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I graduated with a PhD from the School of Hard Knocks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and you, I know that you have done that. You have like everything that you do, that you teach, that you coach, you figured out in yourself first. You've you're one of those people that have totally walked walked the walk, um, and now you get to talk the talk because you've you've struggled and overcome. Yeah, and, and and I think I think that's the biggest thing. And I'm also very good at picking and choosing who and what I listen to. I, I mean, I I love all religions, um, but I pick and choose what I, I follow in those religions, and I follow the parts that are about love. Hmm. And, and anybody who uses religion or uses the Bible as a weapon, you know, it's like no, you don't get it. That's not what this is about. It, it, it's purely about love. That's what we are. And if you feel that you need to diminish me or diminish another person based on your beliefs, then you got it wrong, bub. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I I loved what you said about the, um, you know, helping people unwind themselves from the inner critic, from mm-hmm. that, that voice that's so um, hard on ourselves. Do you notice a pattern where, when people have a real strong inner critic, the world the world shows up in criticism of us as well. Um, I the, the biggest pattern I notice is that when um, people give away their personal power, and, and and what I mean by that is they they look for others for happiness. You know, I'm only happy if this person approves of me. You know, the mm-hmm. approval of others. I have people that won't post something on social media without spending an hour hour and a half thinking about the wording, thinking about whether the lighting is right, if the right filter is on, you know, and, and for me, my social media, I just like take a picture, write a couple of words, send it out there. I don't care because I'm authentic. So I've been teaching, uh, I, I have a lot of resources um, that I use right now. And, and I have a, a, a um, just a freebie on my website that is a little five day class on how to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. And that the authenticity you're going to find is so valuable for reclaiming your personal power and reclaiming your self-worth because we're going to talk about removing toxic relationships from your life, building a support system, as well as can you show who you really are without feeling condemned, you know, and and bringing that much closer. And I have so many people that hide the truth of, of who they are. And I hate that. It's like, I want to know the real you, 
And, yeah. and I'm not going to judge and I'm not going to have any expectations. I'm just going to accept you for who you are. And I see that you're a flawed individual who wants to grow. And, and I love that. And I want to be there for that along the way. Um, and I think what a lot of people don't realize is um, my book is called Discover Your Soul Cube. And it's uh, tap into the unlimited power by activating your soul cube. So, Dave, we were talking about the soul cube and you were saying that there, you know, it, it's the way that you've organized the cube to me sounds like it's about balancing the polarities that we have in us, the, yeah. the divine with the spiritual, the masculine with the feminine. Um, what, what else? Is, is that what it's about? Balancing it, 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 it truly is. Um, so so it's, it's that balance. So if you picture the cube itself with the, uh, the, the your soul cube, your God spark in the middle, and then you have the light and the dark um, mm. or the light and shadow, either, either one. Then you have the divine masculine with the divine feminine. And then you have your physical and spiritual, and those are all six sides of the cube. Mm -hmm. the, the only way that you can truly live a, a balanced, healthy life is if you're in balance with all of them. So if you're holding the cube in your hand and it's perfectly level, you're doing well. But if you if you visualize the cube and you see that it's off kilter because you, you're too much into the divine masculine or you're too much into spirituality that, that you are um, not taking care of your body. If you're too much into your body and you're not taking care of your spiritual, you know, if, if you're if you're breaking into the divine masculine to where you're turning off emotion and turning off nurturing and compassion. Um, and then it comes with the light and shadow. You know, are you are you too, you know, are you too focused on the light? Are you too focused on living a good life that you're not drawing on the power of your shadow? Because I believe that the shadow itself is our power. Yeah. It's th the things about us that is dark, the things about us that we, we try to ignore, the things about us that we hide. If we spend so much time trying to hide and um, move away from our shadow, we're not using our power that it's meant for so that we can help others. But when we truly tap into that shadow and we use that power to help others, to help the world, that's when we can truly see because we're directing our energy outward then instead of keeping it bottled up and keeping it inside of us. So that's a lot of what the, what the soul cube is. I love that you talk about the shadow and, and just for people that may not know what that term is. And um, I'm going to loop something strange in here because I know you, you also work with the hero's journey as one of your models. Mm -hmm. And I think one, one of the analogies that I used to, that I use to explain what the shadow is, is star Wars. I'm such a science fiction geek. Yeah. Like, I love you. Don't, don't tell anybody, but I'm a total <laughs> science fiction geek. Okay. And, and the whole star Wars theme is sort of like, you know, we can look at the shadow that we know um, that Luke has to Luke Skywalker has to confront the shadow aspect of him in the form of Darth Vader and understand that if he, um, that he has the opportunity to go down that pathway and the only way to not go down that pathway is to confront it, yep. is to know that we have that inside of us and choose another way. And to know that we have, we're full of anger and hatred, and rage, and blame and victimhood and all the seven deadlies, if you want to go that way and, and to really confront them to really see, I have that, I have that and I'm going to choose the other way. I'm going to choose the path of the light in this moment. Uh, and I think that's what makes the strongest leaders. I think that's what makes the most authentic people. You know, everyone, everyone close in my life, everyone who knows me knows who I am, knows what I'm capable of. And, and they know that I can be a scoundrel if, if I need to be in order to protect people. And, right. and I, I own that. I'm not going to hide it, you know, and, and you know, all my loved ones, we were traveling once and, and, um, uh, Someone was talking about, well, be careful, don't get kidnapped, you know, traveling abroad. And they're like, I'm not worried. I'm with Dave. 
you know, <laughs> I know he'd find me and he'd, he'd scorch the earth looking for me. I'm not worried, you know, and I was just laughing. I'm like, yeah, I would. <laughs> and, and, but, and they know that and it's that comfort and, and I have it within me to, to be really a jerk, but I choose not to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me, makes me special and makes, gives me power. It you makes know, you I, safe, actually. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, because you're you're a really safe man, which is something that is rare in the world these days. And I think mm-hmm. um, uh, an incredible uh, heal, healing agent, you know, to, to have a model of what is strong and sensitive. I know you're an empath because you and I have talked about that, mm-hmm. you know, that you identify yourself as an empath. So you're sort of a, an empath warrior, right? That. Yeah. Um, makes you really safe the empath side of you gets to tune into how people are feeling and the warrior gets to stand up and do what needs to be done you know it's so it's so funny you say that because part part of my my business part of what i do is um i i look for light seekers people who are they don't understand their abilities they don't understand what they what they can do and then as i work with them they they go and they turn into light workers and they actually build practices that that help others and so, so i use those two things and someone told me the one day uh and this was recently and they're like oh well you're just like a big old warrior of light aren't you and i was like oh my god i love that <laughs> you're my new favorite person because <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. i never i never really thought about thought about it like that and the way that she said it was was so real and so awesome and she's like yeah she says you gather people uh and, cool. and you teach, teach them to use their abilities for good and it's awesome and and that's part of my hero's journey is I used to always think of myself as Merlin, where I would go up to someone and be like the kingmaker. Mm. And then when I when I found myself love and I found myself respect, I realized that, no, I'm not Merlin. I'm freaking King Arthur, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I claimed the kingdom and I built my kingdom and I built my Camelot. And now I'm going out looking for knights of, of, the, of my round table in, in, in the metaphysical realm. Um, and that's a lot of uh, my hero's journey on my website, you know, it's kind of geeky, you know, like you, I, you know, I, I love science fiction. I love fantasy, but I tailored my website around that because that's, I want people to get that. If, if they're going to work with me, if they're going to come down my hero's journey and do my one year program, they need to be as geeky as I am and understand these things that there are the star Wars, the light, the dark, the dark side of the forest. And, you know, and I, I get I, it, man. I mean, yeah. I started my whole spiritual journey when I was like 14, cause I wanted to be a Jedi yeah <laughs> like no lie like that's yeah. what i wanted i wanted to be like a jet, and i was gonna do whatever it took <laughs> and, that, and that actually started me at studying martial arts and that you know i was mm-hmm. i have even though i um look like kind of a cupcake i'm also a bit of a badass like, you know, <laughs> like i i have a couple of black belts and you know when we're done on the radio sh- show today i'm going to boxing class because i yeah. need like i like that like um i still like to hit things yeah no <laughs> you know like I, it just that's where that like <laughs> it's really good boxing is so good for my mental health but i yeah. get that about the warrior and, and the light side of the warrior. i love that you know and i i really was um so um fascinated in a way by your um use of archetypes in your your hero's journey so you know you talk about sort of this process that people go through from the apprentice to um all the to the knight and then to the king can you talk a little bit about that yeah, sure. Um, the way that I divided up my my one year program is in um, uh, five steps, and it's kind of that again. That's a hero's journey. Every great story that we've ever loved, including you know Star Wars itself, you know everything, mm-hmm. we always start out as something. So for me, I start out uh, the apprentice, and that's where when I work, when I find someone who has this potential or who is looking to be better, I'm looking for 
that apprentice um, stage of my program is where they help um, to, to not doubt themselves anymore, to feel confident, to be able to say no to people, and also just to get rid of that toxicity in their life that, that is, is holding them down. And then after we, do, after we go through this process, they turn into the craftsman. And then from the craftsman, that's where they learn to overcome anxiety and, and just start finding peace. Uh, expect good things to happen by calming that, that inner voice, uh, being able to forgive themselves and being able to believe um, and have hope. And then the, the third stage of my program is where they become the knight, you know, and the knight is where they, they learn to take control of certain situations, take initiative, uh, prioritize personal growth as a really big thing, and also to figure out what their life purpose is. Um, and, you know, leading by example. And again, I bring more hope into their lives. And then the next stage is the noble. And this is where I teach them to focus outward. You know, so the first three parts of my program, they're focusing inward. Right. And then once we get to this, the fourth stage, which, which is almost like seven or eight months into my program, it's okay, I'm going to have an unselfish mindset. And I'm going to start um, living in truth and integrity. And I'm going to start cultivating followers, people in my life, not, not followers on social media, but just followers in general, people who that respect them for who they are. And then from there, the, the final stage is where, where they, they graduate in the last part of a program where they become the monarch. You know, they, they create and lead their own kingdom. They're going to change lives for generations. They're going to dictate culture in the community, how to influence people um, and how to make an impact on things that are important to you. And my, the first four of my my uh, program um, is I always put, you know, you will know hope. I'm going to build hope in you. But that last stage, once we get to the monarch, uh, I always tell people you are going to be hope for others. That's beautiful. You know, be, and, and so that that is like my hero's journey of what I do. That's so beautiful. Well, thank you for doing that beautiful work in the world. And, you know, we we really uh, we really need it. And I know we were talking before we got things rolling today that sort of the core ingredient of everything that you're giving is helping people find ways to love themselves. Is that, oh, my God. Is that yeah, that, that that is 100 percent. You cannot be on any kind of journey. You cannot be any kind of help to others or you cannot know hope until you truly love yourself. And there are so many things in the world that make you feel inadequate, that make you feel like you're a failure. You know, you, just any you know, social media in general. You know, all, all of these things. Look, looking and looking in on TV ads and and seeing people saying, "If you're not this, you're not that." You know, and it's like, no, you are unique. You are special. You are a great individual. You came here for a purpose, and you came here to do things that were great for you. And everyone in us has that. Each of us has a piece of the divine. So if you if you have the divine in you, if, if you realize that, then think about how lovely and how wonderful you are. You know, but you're so disconnected from your higher being. You're so disconnected from, from source, from yourself, because other people have told you that you're a failure. Other people have told you that you're inadequate. If you think about it from a child's perspective, if you remember... Uh, your early childhood, your childhood years, where everyone's like, oh, you're amazing. You're going to be a doctor when you grow up. We love you. We love you. We love you. You're amazing. You can do anything. You're special. You're a prince. You're a princess. All these things. And then somewhere it changes, you know, and you don't quite know where, but in, in your life, but somewhere around first that grade, time, that's what yeah, it happened yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it changes. And as we get older, we're starting to realize it. But then it's like, 
well, no, you're not perfect. You're not this perfect little thing. And you, you, you have limitations and here's the limitations I'm going to impose on you. And, and you're, you're not strong enough to fight back at that time because it could be coming from an adult. It could be coming from schoolmates, these different things, or many schoolmates. And then you start doubting yourself. You're starting going down this vision uh, of this tunnel of, Oh my God, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not cute enough. I'm not brave enough. I'm not strong enough. Um, and I'm a victim. I'm a weak. And then someone hurts you. And then you retreat into yourself because you don't know how to, to deal with that thing. And when I work with someone about self-love, we face all that crap head on. I go into some deep diving and I find the root cause of, okay, who did this to you? What did this to you? How did this happen? Now let's heal it. Um, and we go right into that. And, and it's, it's hard. I mean, People are like, stop making me cry. You know, I, I always get oh, shitty. They're not getting their money's <laughs> worth unless they cry. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, you know, I, I always get shit because I never have Kleenex in my office. Oh, no. I, don't know, I don't know why. I just, I never think about it. I, I think it's a guy thing. Like my office is very sparse, but, but it's just like, I don't have Kleenex and, and people sit there crying. They're like, you have any Kleenex? I'm like, no, but here's a Wendy's napkin, you know? <laughs> and they're like, Dave, you really need a box of Kleenex. Dave, so, I'm going to send you a case. I'm going to send you a case. <laughs> so it's so funny the one woman left one day she's like i need to go change my jacket my sleeves are all wet <laughs> and i'm like i'm so sorry and then i i always put it on the, my store list my Kleenex. i always forget it, it's like this running joke in my practice um but it is you got you got to deep dive you got to get into that and if and, somebody was like listening to this you know on their on their own is there something they could do like what's one thing we can do to cultivate self-love one thing I'd really like for if you're listening today and you suffer from this and you're alone and you don't want to talk about it, I, I want you to stand in front of a mirror and I want you to look into your eyes and I just want you to say, I love you repeatedly until you feel it in your heart and you feel a shift in yourself. And you could be there for five minutes or you could be there for a half an hour. Mm. But I guarantee that if you do this, if you just look directly into your eyes and you just say repeatedly, I love you. I love you. I love you. And you just keep saying it until the ego stops fighting you until the ego says, this is stupid. The ego is saying, why are you doing this? You don't deserve this. You're, you know, you're too stupid to stand here and say, I love you. Get rid of that. Lose that. And then start seeing yourself spiritually. Start seeing the, the God spark in you, the soul cube in you um, and respect your soul cube. You know, I, I'm making t-shirts that say respect my soul cube, <laughs> you, you know, because it, it, it's that true. And, respecting yourself, caring about yourself and just say, I love you. You will feel the shift in your being and you're going to soften and your, your shoulders are going to raise up and you're going to, your posture is going to change when you believe it. And it's such a simple practice and people don't understand the power of it. And I tell people do that every day for a month if you need to, but it will make some paradigm shifts in your being. If you do that. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, Dave, how can people find your stuff? Let's talk about, uh, first of all, let's talk about your book. Um, how where, we'll see up on the screen here, uh, what your beautiful book looks like. I love the cover. Thank and, you. Um, and here, it's, here it is. So here's the, um, the book, Discover Your Soul Cube. Now, will it be available? How can people get it? Uh, right now, it's available on my, on my website for pre-ordering. It's going to be out on April 20th. And um, they can pre-order it there. And then from there, uh, it will be on Amazon. Um, working through all those details with that right now, right, um, once the publishing happens. Uh, and then they can find me at, at my website, daveshepconsulting.com. 
And then I have, I'm going to have a link on there this week that is going to be to my, my hero's journey. Um, you know, everything like that. There is a tab right there called work with me. Um, but they can find me on social media. Um, you know, uh, Dave.shep. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just anytime that, and, and message me. I mean, if people have questions, I like, I'm not one of those that I'm big enough. That I have so many, so many followers that I can't answer questions. I'm still in that sweet spot of anybody. Who messages, yeah. Anybody who messages yeah. me, I, I always get back to them because oh, I love awesome. it. I, I love the interaction. I I've taken, I've had people that have been on my show as guests because they've messaged me for, you know, for help. And I'm like, I would love to have you on my show to talk about the stuff that you and I talked about. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, I'll be on there, you know, and they're very vulnerable, um, you, you know, and it's just, it, it's amazing. Uh, and I think one of the biggest things I teach is I want you to be assertive and I want you to be in your power, but I want you to do it in the way that does not diminish others. Mm, and that, that's my biggest thing is, is I want you to stand strong, but never make someone else feel small by you being big. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Dave, for bringing the, you know, the beauty of your work and um, showing us the, the light um, and how to hold our power with with the real authentic light, not the fakey fakey. There's nothing wrong with me. Right. I'm, a, I'm perfect. I've never had a problem. And I know shadow like not the fakey side of that. Um, I'm, I'm so um, happy to know you and to help you broadcast your message out into the world. And thank you. you know, you're the real deal, honey. So um, keep up the good work. And it's really important work. I appreciate that. Thank you. I also love crystals. And I just want to tell you that the other day I found an obsidian millennium falcon that I ordered. <laughs> And I, I was like, oh my God, I know. I thought you'd appreciate that. Send me a picture of it when you get it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I have to have that. And I didn't even check the price. I'm just like, yoink awesome. order. It was an auction. I'm like, I'll buy it. Totally love it. Oh my God. A cross section of two, two awesome things. Well, thank you so much, Dave. And thank all of you guys for tuning in to us today. You can uh, find Dave at DaveShepConsulting.com if you want to tune into him. And you can find me at LisaCampion.com. I hope you drop by. I've got a lot of free gifts and free material for empaths, sensitive psychics and healers. And that's sort of my jam, training all the psychic sensitives and healers to fully step into their gifts because the world needs all the healers it can get now more than ever. And that's what we're doing on the miracle of healing right here on Empower Radio. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.